0: Hello Mighty Warriors of God and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, March 21st, 2021 and this is day 1118 of our journey together. Thank you so so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So Let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. I thank you so much for allowing us to wake up to see a brand new day that you created just for us. Oh, Lord, I thank you for allowing us to to see all this beautiful nature that you created for us, Father, and uh, that we not take any of it for granted. I thank you for the loved ones that you put in our lives, our friends and family. and Lord, I thank you for helping us to work together as uh, we build the kingdom of God. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted uh, and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is got attitude clashes? <laughs> Are you clashing with someone because of attitude issues? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I can tell you a lot about that. <laughs> We're going to be coming out of Acts, uh, starting at verse chapter 12, verse 25 through chapter 13, verse 13. Then we're going to jump around a little bit and have a few other verses in the book of Acts and in Second Timothy. Uh, just sharing about uh, some attitude clashes that happen uh, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's dive in and learn a little bit more about that. So it says, when Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem taking with them John, also called Mark, and that's the John Mark who wrote the book of Mark. Okay, so he says, now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menin, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul, While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me, Barnabas, and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. So setting them apart meant that they were going to pray over them and bless them for a particular uh, purpose that God had uh, for them to do. All right. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. So, when they placed their hands on them, they prayed for them. And then they sent them off. All right. Uh, and okay. so then the two of them sent on their way by the Holy Spirit went down to Seleucia and sailed from there to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salimus, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogues. And you notice They always stopped at the synagogues, typically first, and Jesus did the same thing. John was with them, that's John Mark, as their helper. So they traveled through the whole island until they came to Paphos. There, they met a Jewish sorcerer and false prophet named Bar-Jesus, who was an attendant of the proconsul Sergius Paulus. The proconsul, an intelligent man, sent for Barnabas and, and Saul because he wanted to hear the word of God. But Elimus, the sorcerer, uh, who was also the one um, that I just shared with you, bar Jesus, and said, For that is what his name means, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Uh, there's always an evil spirit trying to you know, dive in there to try to uh, separate uh, that person from you to keep them from getting the word of God. Then Saul, who also, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elamis and said, you are a child of the devil and an, en- and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind for a time, not even able to see the light of the sun. Immediately, mist and darkness came over him, and he groped about seeking someone to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul saw what had happened. He believed, for he was amazed at the teaching about the Lord. Ah, that got his attention, didn't it? (laughs) And you notice this. Now, Paul was the one that through the Holy Spirit uh, uh, predicted or said to him, you're going to be blind for a time. Remember, when Saul was out to kill Christians, he encountered Jesus on the Damascus Road, and he was blinded for three days, <laughs> and uh, he uh, was not. He had to be led around by his uh, associates, and then Jesus sent one of his disciples to lay hands on him so that he could see. So Saul knew, and the Holy Spirit showed him uh, what. Elimus' intentions really were. And we're going to encounter people like that. And we too must be led by the Holy Spirit to deal with that situation. Verse 13 says, from Paphos, Paul and his companions sailed to Persia, to Pamphylia, where John left them to return to Jerusalem. (laughs) So he just left. So his first uh, encounter with an, a bad attitude was with the sorcerer, then his own person mark, who you know just in the middle of them going on their journey he he left <laughs> and so now let me let me go over to chapter fifteen verse thirty six and listen, we don't really know why he left he could have been uh he could have been sick uh he could have been homesick uh there's so many things that uh, could have happened, uh, and it could have just been immaturity, a, a lack of communication skills. Uh-huh, that happens. Uh, so let, let's go to um, Acts chapter 15, verse 36 through 41. It says, sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit uh, the believers in the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them, but Paul did not think it wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia. (laughs) He remembered that, and had not continued with them in the work. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left, uh, and left, uh, commended, Uh, by the believers to the grace of the Lord. He went through Syria and Cilicia, Cilicia, strengthening the churches. So you notice they, even Paul and Barnabas, they were best buds. They parted because actually Barnabas and Mark were cousins. And so he's like, no, no, no. You're not going to do my cousin like that. And this is how I see it. All right. (laughs) He's like this. No, we're going to have, we're, we're, this ain't this isn't cool. Let's talk this out. Give him another chance. And and Barnabas, name meant encourager. He was known for always in being encouraging. As a matter of fact, Barnabas was the one that took a stand. And when the other other disciples or apostles didn't want to accept Paul after he had got transformed, uh, you know when he was out to kill them, and the apostles didn't trust him. And Barnabas took a stand and said, no, 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 dude. No, he's good. He's good. You know, he truly loves the Lord. And then they accepted him. So for the two of them to get into it and divide and separate, ooh, that says a lot. But that's what happens sometimes when we have attitude clashes. It's a fact, point number one. We're not going to see eye to eye with everyone we encounter. There will be personality clashes. There will be bad attitudes. There will be those who actually mean to do us harm and those who who mean to do us well but but simply have a different opinion than we do. As we see with Paul, Barnabas and John Mark and Elymas. Now, Elymas meant to cause harm and 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 others who traveled with Paul and Barnabas all had very distinct personalities uh, and those personalities sometimes created clashes and disagreements and, and strong attitudes which at times caused division. So much so that even lifelong friends Paul and Barnabas parted ways because Paul did not want Mark with them because he left because him, he left uh, them in the middle of their first journey. And as I stated, Mark and Barnabas were cousins. So point number two, as we mature in Christ, we began to see beyond the attitudes, the bad attitudes, the clashes that we might have with one another, and are able to see the heart of the person. We now see them as Jesus sees us. We become more forgiving and understanding. We also understand that it's not the person, but Satan working through that person, just like, uh, just like Paul noticed with Elimus. He knew that he, he had a spirit of trickery and deception. And that was of Satan, and so by him, uh, you know, saying he's going to be blind, and that was through the power of the Holy Spirit. That was really to cast out that demon and to get uh, to get his attention, you know. And and I tell you, it got Saul's attention when God allowed Jesus allowed him to be blinded. Uh, so we understand it's not the person uh, again, the enemy working through them. Uh, to, to really throw us off, to try to make us lose our cool so that we can go back to our old ways. You know, the enemy is always trying to set us up and he's going to use people. Now, I want you to see something here, how Paul changed. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 4, uh, verse 9 through 11 and see what happened here. It says, he says, uh, "Do your best to come to me quickly." For this is Paul speaking. He says, "For Demas, uh, because he loved this world, has deserted me. Another person has left him and has gone to Thessalonica. Uh, uh, Crescens has gone to Galatia, and Titus to Damatia. Dem- Only Luke is with me. Get Mark." And bring him with you because he is helpful to me in my ministry. Oh, my goodness. He's now wanting Mark back. It seems that they reconciled. They worked things out. And you see how at first, uh, Paul was like, I don't want him with me. Get him away from me. So so Barnabas, you know, and he parted company. But now he's saying, send for Mark. Uh, Bring him with you. He is a good helper to me. Isn't that awesome? We can change. And we can also forgive and let go of you know, what people have done to us in the past and get beyond our own attitudes, to bad attitudes towards them. See, understanding that God will allow certain things like that to happen in our lives to sharpen us. Uh, the Bible says... Um, as man sharp, as iron sharpens iron, so does a man sharpen another. So we need that. (laughs) I know it doesn't always feel good, but we need that to help sharpen us up to make us strong in Christ, you know, and as we overcome those battles, then it's like, oh, no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring them on. You know, I I'm in a cohort right now with a group of wonderful people, but we all have strong personalities and understanding there's one her you know, person in our group whose attitude is like, whoa. <laughs> and but with uh God's grace and the maturity, you know, that God has allowed me to grow and to, to get to this level of maturity. I've seen, I could see past that and I could see now within this young woman, you know, there's some other things going on there. And I'm asking God, praying, hey, Lord, show me what's really going on with this young woman Uh, and see beyond, you know, the attitudes that may come up and the clashes that happen. And that's how God, where God wants us to be. So continue to pray as you go through those things. <laughs> Understand it's gonna it's gonna help you in the long run. Listen y'all, I'm going to tell you. Oh my gosh, my oldest daughter who I love my children dearly, but my oldest daughter when she was younger and me and her are best of buddies now. She's she's going to be 42 in May. When she was in her like 13, 14, years old. Oh, Lord, we clashed. Her attitude just changed. She went from this, you know, okay, mama, let's go this, and we'd go places together. Do... She didn't want to have anything to do with me, and honestly, I didn't want to have anything to do with her either <coughs> at that point uh, as we were, though that attitude, oh, Lord, and she, uh, I remember one time <laughs> she got mad and said, I I'm leaving. I'm running away or something like that. And I I just, and she had her little, uh, little uh, bag. It was a Blockbuster. I'll never forget back in the day when we would rent movies from Blockbuster. Some of you might not know about that, but, uh, and so she had a bag like that with some things in it. And she took it to the door and was mad and storming to the door because she couldn't get her way. And I said, okay, go ahead. Bye. I didn't mean that, but, you know, I just challenged her. My attitude got bad, too. And so, yeah, so she ended up going back to her room and, you know, calming down. I calmed down and, you know, and then we'd have another clash then the next week. And, you know, so it went on. And I'll never forget one time uh, we had our my husband and I had a paper route back then. You know, you could do these paper routes when the newspapers were pretty, Pretty uh, prevalent and busy. You can make good money as like a little part time gig, and so we did that like early morning, six a.m. Five? No, really, no, four or five a.m. And it would take us a couple of hours. And on Sundays, the papers were so huge that we brought them home, and the kids would help bag them, and then they would get we'd give them uh, money as well, give them something. And so Didi, <laughs> she would like they'd have to get up early in the morning, and one day. She did like, Mark, she, she left us. She's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And we said, okay, well, you're going to have to take on your own responsibility and pay your own phone bill because this is helping to pay your phone bill. And she goes, okay, I'll pay my own bill. (laughs) And she went back to bed and never helped again. And, uh, and, and we said, okay. And she paid her own bill too. She, they all had their little jobs. And little part-time jobs, and uh, and she was older than I think she might have been about sixteen or or so. But she had a strong personality, and you know what? Th- that attitude of hers has helped her so much. It's really one of the things. It, it's with especially with our children. Sometimes it's like one of their gifts, but we gotta we got to groom them, you know, we don't want to break their will, but we want to help to, to kind of finesse it and help and, and begin to see it for what that is and help to groom that so that now that personality in her helps her to stand up for others. And, and the job that she has, she does excellent on her job and, and insurance and, uh, not insurance, uh, in, in accounting work that she does uh, for a big company. And and she's got an eye for detail and she's strong-willed and, and can, you know, search things out and, and find the problems. Uh, and so that really helped her. And, and now we laugh and talk about all that. And Oh my gosh, we talk every day. Out of all our kids, out of our three kids, she we talk to her the most. She calls us the most. They all have their different personalities. And we understand that, you know, one one of our kids may call us once a week. And, and the other one, uh, we may talk to him, you know, uh, uh, as needed. Like, uh, he'll call and say, hey, do y'all need anything, mom and daddy? Okay, all, all, all right. Or we may have to make an appointment. <laughs> Because he's so busy. So we understand that we're going to have the attitude clashes, but it will work out. I promise you. If you just see them as Christ sees them and remember our own attitudes, how Christ uh, saw beyond that and saw who we truly were. So that's how God wants us to see others. All right. All right. So. Uh, Now, the key would be to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And you know what? That is an ultimate attitude change right there. That now you're on your way to be with Christ for eternity. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May be gracious unto you. Show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website. JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E. Be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Um, also, uh, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address, and receive the four Greek words for love and learn more about God's unconditional love called agape. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye bye.